I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show prep? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Burning Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode 52 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin, and there is no Jody tonight. We have a sick child, and it's been a clusterfuck of a day, so thankfully we have a listener who reached out to us and said she'd hop on and record a little bit with me, so we've got Nikki from New Zealand. Nikki, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Yeah, that's good, that's awesome. Uh, so you said you were just, uh, you just got over a chest infection yourself, huh? Yeah, I'm just halfway through my antibiotic course at the moment, so... Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had this whole little... It's been like a non-stop on-again, off-again period of sickness throughout the entire house. Everybody's had something at least once. Uh, Jody had food poisoning last week. We had um, the stomach thing running around a couple months ago. Um, this new respiratory thing that's going on has been coming through, and Trent's got the worst of it so far. And then we just found out uh, yesterday that he, they were also exposed to strep at daycare, so now we're on the lookout for that. So it's just <laughs> awesome. been a, yeah, it's been a nonstop party over here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I actually saw something um, posted on Facebook today that relates to that. It said, um, "If my uh, child, if I can't bring um, peanut butter sandwiches to school, then your children shouldn't bring curable diseases to school." <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that too. Seen the kids with strep throat and everything like that to school. Yeah, well, it, and it's one of those things too that it's um. The whole vaccination slash anti-vaccination movement has really kicked it up a notch in the war against each other. So, uh, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, I I try to stay out of it as far as you know. I, I've got my opinions. I know what, what I believe and what I do. I'm not going to stomp all over somebody else just because they don't agree with me or vice versa. Um, yeah. But I, I do I, I do see the concern from both sides. I mean, I can see the the concern from the people like, hey, we got rid of measles, measles and now it's back. And then I can also see it there from the other side too, about, you know, it's, you got to really trust that what they're putting into those vaccines is actually decent. Like my, I, I myself, I don't ever get vaccinated for the flu anymore because the only times I've ever caught the flu is when I had the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't catch that stuff either. Yeah. I don't, I mean, get the vex, uh, flu shots. I never have. 
Yeah. So I just, you know, I mean, I'm like I said, I, I don't, I, I have my position on it and I know people, I know listeners who are on both sides of the fence and I'm just going to, I let it go. You know, I'm not going to try to yeah. dictate one way or the other. I just let live and let live sort of, sort of a thing. Exactly. So uh, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? I mean, it's, I don't think you have children. I don't know. You don't have children yet. You guys are like footloose and free still. You do all those fancy vacations every year. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, no, I don't have children. Um, I was a nanny for many, many years, though, um, both here in New Zealand, and then I actually moved to Long Island for a year to look after four-year-old triplets. Nice. So I got, in that essence, I've got a bit of child experience. Um, other than that, I just seem to be one of those people that kids just gravitate towards. So, you know, cousins and uh, babysitting just seems to come hand in hand with me. <laughs> well, so. that actually helps clear up quite a bit of confusion on my end, because not that I complain that you listen, but for the longest time I've been sitting here <laughs> scratching my head like, what the fuck is she? Uh, <laughs> why is she interested in this? But the nanny background, that makes a lot more sense then. Yeah, nanny background, and I mean, for the longest time, me and my boyfriend have been talking about it, and we're just, you know, waiting for the financial situation to be right and all that, And mm-hmm. but we always talk about, you know, what would, how would we raise our children, um, you know, what would we teach them and stuff like that, so, you know, making sure that we're on the same page before we do end up having them. Yeah, that's always a, that's a very important key factor, is to make sure that both parties kind of agree on, you know, how they're going to bring the child up, because yeah. those kind of fights are not fun. <laughs> I, I went through I went through them with my ex a few times, so it's it's one of those things. It's not a pleasant experience. Yes, yeah, no. So listening to this, you know, definitely brings up some conversations that I've had with them. So we don't have children, but I still will hear something that you guys talk about, and then I'll we'll have the conversation here as well. So it has been very beneficial listening to this. Well, I I really do appreciate hearing that. It's nice to hear that you know we're actually causing some good in the world. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh man! I, so yeah, I had to see that. So I heard about this. So how do you feel about you know a young boy wandering running around swinging his penis in the air? Because Trent, <laughs> <laughs> he is our resident you know penis expert as far as he's concerned. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you guys are just waiting. I mean, you're now. Are you like? Do you have like a certain goal as far as um like you know by a certain age, or is it strictly just trying to get your financial set up or? What are your parameters for actually wanting to have kids besides the fact that, you know, you want to? Yeah. Well, uh, we unfortunately come from a town where there's a lot of teenage pregnancies and a lot of people have kids too young and uh, they don't, you know, they're often complaining that they don't get to live the life that they want to live. And I'm sure they don't think that their kids are, you know, they regret having them. It's just we wanted to make sure when we got together um, that we got our things we wanted to do out of the way first, like travel. And... Um, that's finally coming to a close this year will be our last big trip away and then we'll be focusing on getting a bigger house and then kids from there nice so what you're telling me is is that i can't miss it when you come to the states on this big trip because it's probably going to be a while before we see you again (laughs) yes until um, we find some way of being able to afford however many children we have to take them to disneyland it'll be our last trip to the states for a while unfortunately but that's why we're trying to get to as many places as we can no, yeah, I, I can fully and completely appreciate that. We're trying, well, not, I mean, we're, it's in the distance, but something that's in the forefront of our mind is within the next year or two, hopefully, uh, taking the kids to Disneyland. And the mistake that we made, or I should say more Jody than myself, was uh, make mention of that to Temperance. And so now she's constantly hounding us about Disneyland and the money we spend and 
I get in trouble for buying groceries. I get in trouble for putting <laughs> gas in the car. Anything that hits my bank account, she knows about. She's like my goddamn accountant. <laughs> oh, nuts. Yeah, no, it's definitely a great place. I mean, I've been to Disneyland uh, seven or eight times, I want to say. Wow. Uh, and I've been to Disney World in Florida only a couple of times, but no, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. My, my wife is still flabbergasted. I've never been once. So I've been to California a few times, but I've never made my way down to Disneyland. Yeah. Well, it's they, one of those things. There's so many places in New Zealand I've never been to that everyone that comes over here goes to. So. Yeah, that kind of whole touristy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I don't know. It's just I, I, I have I'm more drawn to the I don't know if, I don't know the best way to phrase it that more intense parks like they have like the really big ass roller coasters and those kind oh, of yeah, like, like with I, the six flags and exactly stuff. so yeah. that's more or less what we're I kind of gravitate to I, I could really care less about whether or not Mickey and Donald <laughs> are walking around in a you know sweatsuit or anything like that and <laughs> but the kids really want to go so we're gonna make that family trip one of these days and we'll see just how much I can handle between you know stupid people and other stupid kids in, in one trip before i blow my fucking lid so <laughs> yeah no, the, the key thing is i've learned is to go for as long as you can so you only have to be at the park for maybe you know three or four hours at a time okay. because there is only a certain amount of yeah, people that you can tolerate even i can tolerate <laughs> so try and spread it out as much as possible otherwise if you try and jam a whole day in you're just going to be miserable by the end of it oh yeah no I, I i can understand that completely i have a very short fuse when it comes to stupid people and places like that seem to attract them like flies to honey you know it's just <laughs> <laughs> they do and that's why we always try to go um when it's just the um, school's just gone back the start of summer mm -hmm. oh it's right the end of summer yeah when school's just gone back you know and it's pretty quiet in all the parks that's when we always go away and we like hitting all those big parks as well we love the thrill rides and the big massive roller coasters so we try and get all those in too when we come over nice yeah there's a um a water slide i think over in germany that it's got like a three or four story free fall where you go straight down before you actually start you know heading out a little bit and you just basically you stand on this platform this like enclosed tube and then out of the blue they just hit a button and the floor drops out from underneath you and you come rocketing out of it and that's like on my bucket list of things to do as far as you know scary <laughs> <laughs> wow you know i don't think i can do that yeah, the way I look at that kind of thing, yeah, I look at that as kind of like, you know, you only live once and stuff like that. It's, you know, it is what it is. So I'll I'll usually try anything once, but there are certain things that I I would have a problem with it just because of the heights aspect of it. I have a fear of heights, but, you know, still think, still looked like a fun time once you actually got, you just got past it and did it, so. Oh, yeah, I, I hate heights as well, but we went to the Grand Canyon um, a couple of years ago when we were over last and we went out on that skywalk, mm -hmm. you know, the platform they built over there. I absolutely terrified, wouldn't let go of John's hand, you know, didn't want to look down. And then about halfway around, I don't know what happened, but I just got over it, looked down, enjoyed the view, and pretty much jumped my way out of there. Nice. So. Now, I haven't been there, I don't think, I, I haven't been there in quite some time. Um, is it like one of those platforms where you actually, like, you walk out over the over the canyon, so you're looking straight down, or is it? Yep, straight down to the Jesus. Colorado River. It is absolutely <laughs> massive and will withstand a, a magnitude 8 earthquake, so they didn't um, spare any expense on making sure it was safe. Yeah, but that's an engineer telling you that, and I worked with enough <laughs> engineers to know that they'll tell you just about anything to get a product sold. So <laughs> I think that was the person taking the photos, but they were also trying to get their product <laughs> yeah, sold. So. Exactly. Those damn salesmen, which I happen to be one of them, but you know, 
So how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Um, like, oh, crap. Hang on. What year is it? 2015 <laughs> now. So six and a half years. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. And how yeah, long? Yeah, we go away. Oh, go oh sorry. You go. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, we go away for our anniversary every year. That's our treat to ourselves. Nice. No, yeah, I, I love looking at the like, the Instagram pictures and whatnot. You guys having a good old time and. It's it's always it's it's fun to watch you two go out and have you just you know just tear it up and enjoy yourselves and um, I think you said that if I remember correctly you were mentioning in a comment somewhere that that's like your one big expense of the year and you guys don't do a lot of other things just so you can oh, pull up your money for that. Definitely, um, most weekends um, we sit at home and we play video games and watch TV and movies. It's very rarely that we actually leave the house, <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, that's, that, yeah, that's who we are, and we do. We put all our money. We don't go out drinking or anything like that. So we, our focus is putting our money towards, you know, having that really amazing trip that everyone's really jealous of. Yeah. So how far yeah. in before you guys started talking about having kids? Well, we moved in together after about three months. Um, and then I don't even think it was a year before we were actually talking about marriage and kids. We knew it was a long way down the track, but mm-hmm. we knew that there was something that we wanted to get done eventually. Uh, marriage we keep bouncing back and forth on you know it costs a lot of money to get married and these days there aren't too many benefits of it except you know when you have children it's obviously a lot better if you're married yeah um yeah for numerous reasons but you know one day it'll happen we we're in no hurry we're still enjoying everything we're doing so yeah no i mean i, I i'm not i'm not a proponent either way i think you know more the commitment is the, the commitment is not the piece of paper. The commitment is what you guys you know do or do not feel for each other, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do agree that when you're having kids, especially from the male's perspective, it makes th- makes things a little bit better if it's yeah. there, just because of the whole. I don't know how it is in New Zealand, but over here, as a guy, you can get fucked over royally if you don't have everything squared away when when somebody says that you fathered a child. Oh yeah, pretty much yeah yeah yeah. I know I've unfortunately got some friends who are separated from their partners and don't get to see their kids much, but pay out the nose and child support, and it's quite ridiculous. So. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, if you don't get to see them very often, you're paying them. You know, and I, and I see both sides of the fence. I've one of those people that I, I know enough deadbeat fathers to know that there's reasons why the laws exist. Oh, but, yeah, definitely. But I also know enough people that have gotten screwed over by these laws who are perfectly respectable people, and it was just their ex had a better lawyer than they did. Um, and so I, I can kind of, I, I ride both sides of the fence with it. It's, it's, it's one of those, it, it becomes a touchy topic with me in several you know ways, just because of the fact that having to have gone through it myself and prep myself for the possibility of would I have to have the big fight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you realize just how powerless you can be as a male in the legal system here in the United States when it comes to parental rights and all that. Um, just, you know, if you don't have everything boom, 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 lined up just the way it needs to be, you can really screw yourself over. And that's for, it's a long haul too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's no fun. No, it's not. Um, But, you know, we, we, we talk about, you know, kids a lot, uh, especially the last year or so, you know, I'm getting older in age. Yeah. Um, I'll be 34 this year. So that clock is ticking quite nicely. But I mean, we we talk about you know, um, even if I couldn't have children for whatever reason, too old or whatever, we'd just adopt. So, yeah, we talk about all that stuff. Well, you know, and I I can really appreciate that. You know, I really like it when you know, and I and, and I can actually I can't say that I did this myself, so I'm not, I'm not judging you or anything. But I really like it 
when uh, when couples have a little more of a they they talk about that whole having kids aspect thing and you know so on and so forth because far too many people um quote unquote have a surprise pregnancy and they don't understand how it happened and uh, you know it's it's pretty apparent how one gets another one pregnant <laughs> <laughs> we were both there kind of a thing you know <laughs> it took both parties yeah, to be present um those damn hot tubs exactly <laughs> well, actually, I know the hot tubs tend to actually make it worse because you're, you're out at the right... Anyways, there's scrotal temperature and... <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I come from the same kind of a community here. We've got a very... Our, it's, it's gotten better recently, but we have a very high teenage pregnancy rate. And um, I'm cons- constantly, I swear, I've seen new strollers all the time with girls that look like they can't be out of middle school, let alone out of high school. Um, and it's just babies having babies, as we always hear on the Tomorrow Show or the uh, Mediocre Show with Mister Tomorrow. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's I I just respect people a lot who at least take the time out to figure out a that sex causes this. B here's how you can avoid this but still have sex. And C have a negotiation or a, a backup plan in case we tried the avoiding route, had sex, and it still happened. You know, because there's always that possibility. I mean, we try on multiple fronts to avoid that, that tech if we are. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little routine every night, you know. All right, step one, do that. No, <laughs> no God, it's not that bad, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of kills all the whole uh, spontaneity of it, right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes the fun out of it. <laughs> uh, so do you see your boyfriend as being a good father? I mean, obviously you do if you're talking with him about having kids but oh yeah definitely yeah um seeing the way he is with my cousins and stuff or my second cousins rather um when my cousin was a bit younger we used to look after him quite a bit like a lot of babysitting and take him out to the park and stuff so i mean in that aspect he's seen me as well so yeah no i can definitely see it awesome that's that's always a good solid thing to have i mean you know it's it's a whole it's a whole nother ball game when you introduce kids into a relationship. So being able to tell that somebody's going to be good at that, or at least you mm. know not a complete fuck up. And <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, uh, yeah. So how many different families did you nanny for? Um, I think when I was in New Zealand, it was primarily one, just a young girl. Um, I think she was about four at the time as well when I started. But quite often um, after school, I'd end up getting somehow roped into looking after uh, one or two sets of her cousins. So she'd have four cousins in one house that somehow I'd end up looking after all five of them and some other cousins after school another day. And it's sort of like I was the nanny for hire for their family. <laughs> they just share me around. Um, and, yeah, I did that for a couple of years before I um, stopped because she moved away and then I went to have a – a boring retail job, um, and then decided I needed to get out and why not doing anything in America because quite a few people over here actually do that. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like a bit of an adventure. I hadn't been to New York before. And and did that turn out good for you or did it go bad? or? Uh, a bit of both. Um, the kids were amazing. I mean, triplets is uh, an experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me see that. There were two boys and a girl. Uh, but no, the kids were amazing. The father was amazing. The grandparents were amazing. It's just the mother was a bit absent, which made it quite um, awkward sometimes, mm-hmm. but also just really weird. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, she was there sometimes when they needed her, but 
at the same time, she'd be sitting in her bedroom watching TV while I'd feed the kids their dinner and give them baths. Yeah, that's so. that's kind of a an awkward position to be in, especially you know if the kids come to you and are asking you why is mommy doing this or whatnot, and you can't really say anything. You're just like, um. <laughs> yeah, well, I was their second nanny, so I think uh, by the time they got to me, they were a wee bit used to it. Gotcha. It, yeah. That's what mum does. Is she's not here when we eat dinner. She's not here when we eat breakfast. You know, she'll come pick us up from school and, you know, drive us places because there always had to be two of us whenever we go anywhere just so we could manage them. Mm-hmm. It was at home. Yeah, she wasn't around very much. Yeah, no, I've always found that kind of strange. I mean, I don't want to, I don't try to, I try not to judge those people and say that they are or are not a decent parent, but um, I've never quite understood the whole, what, what mentality goes around that I'm going to have kids, but I'm really not going to acknowledge their existence from the hours like 5 to 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, it's, like, it's like you have to realize this is another human being. It's it's not just, you know, something that's there to be a burden or whatever. This is another life that you created that, you know, it's here. You've got to do something with it besides, you know, letting it, you know, being, I don't know. It's just a weird thing for me. Yeah, no, I thought about it a lot while I was there and <clears throat> since I've been back as well. Um, I, I often wonder if it's because she ended up having triplets and wasn't expecting that many, you know, kids to pop out, so doesn't quite know how to handle. <laughs> just a sheer overload. Yeah, so it does what she can, but, yeah, just too much otherwise. I mean, they are pretty rambunctious at four years old when there's three of them, so. I You know, that that yeah, thinking of having three trends in this house would, <laughs> it scares the living shit out of me. I, it's hard enough handling him let alone yeah. three of him. And I know they all have their own unique, distinct personalities, but at the same time, they're all kind of similar too. So, Oh uh, yes. The two boys were definitely, um, penis weaving material. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how young that fascination starts. I mean, oh, it really is. <laughs> and how it never seems to go away. <laughs> no, no. We, <laughs> we, yeah, if we, we, if we could just sit there and wave it around all day long and just at random people without getting in trouble, we probably would. We're, we're just I'm one step sure removed from primates. <laughs> Yeah, and the, the the other weird thing I did find about this um, family was that so when I turned up, they were they just turned four, and none of them were toilet trained for the night. Oh wow! Yeah, so I mean, even in my very limited experience of nannying and child caring, I thought it was a wee bit weird that four year old wasn't potty trained at night. But then after a little while, quickly realized it was because they gave them a bottle of water to go to bed with. Oh, well, that would explain it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You got to cut liquids off at a certain point. Otherwise, they're they're going to make their own water bed. So. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, they were all wearing nappies to bed still when I started. And I mean, by the time I left, I actually managed to get two of them uh, toilet trained at night. Mm-hmm. So I mean, one of them was just a little bit stubborn, but he also had... Um, problems with fiber and stuff and was always backed up and yeah, oh, yeah. i don't think we can blame him for that because it's just stuff going on with his body that shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. yeah and the whole toilet training between boys versus girls it's such a different experience um oh yes we've gotten very lucky with trent he just turned three before he was you know even turned three he was fully potty trained he's been night dry now for going on three months i think i mean it's been a while um but having to do that you know with temperance it was easy in a public restroom when you were taking her out and she had to go potty you would just set her down you'd be like okay hold on my hands don't touch anything 
you know, <laughs> do your thing. Yep. We'll help you out. Boom, pop, done. With Trent, he's he wants to be fiercely independent. He wants to use the big boy urinal, but he's you know he's at nose height with it, let alone being tall enough to actually use it. So then there's that whole fight. <laughs> you can't use this. You have to use this instead. And he's like, no, but I want to use this. You hold me. I'm like, do you understand the mechanics of trying to balance <laughs> you and making sure your penis is aimed in the right spot <laughs> without getting it on my shoes? And then you take him into the bathroom, and, and it's just this it's this huge thing. And then he wants to sit there and. You know, he'd be like, look, I can point it up. I can point it down. And, then, you know, <laughs> he'll put a thumb over the tip sometimes. Like, okay, look, I, I seriously, I don't want to be hosed down in your piss today. Just just point it down. Let's do this and let's move on. And that was never an issue with temperance. And, you know, thankfully, it, it's, it's a shocker for me because with Ezra, he wasn't, I mean, when it came to going potty, he just went in there and did his business and left. The biggest problem we had with him was up until I think even two years ago, he'd walk up to a urinal, drop his pants around his ankles and go... <laughs> ass just hanging out in the air and everything so his uh first couple of experiences in the men, in the shared men's restroom at school were quite hilarious when as he was getting older i'm like at some point buddy you gotta stop showing off your ass i mean there's a fly there for a reason <laughs> but yeah potty training a toddler especially a boy toddler in a public restroom it's just it's not fun no no, I can't imagine that would be fun at all. Mm-mm. It's it's not. So, you know, um, totally random. And again, I'm just kind of like, you know, it's the question in Nikki evening. But, hey, we're yeah. here. So uh, do you guys have, like, a certain, like, goal for the number of kids you want to have? Or are you just letting nature take its course? Or um, Originally, it was three mm-hmm. that we'd like to have. Um, but then, you know, as, yeah, as, again, the time goes on and the age gets older, it's just whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be too worried about it. I mean, some people, yeah, I mean, my sister has issues at the moment. She doesn't know if she can have kids. Oh, we'll be happy if we can just have one, so. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, we had a similar experience with my sister. Her uh, her first C-section, They, I, I don't even remember all the mechanics of it, but they somehow they attached her uterus to her bladder when they were sewing her back up. And so then when he, she had her second kid, it created this whole huge complication um, during the because she had a, once you have a C section you normally have to have a C section again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it created this you know they opened her up and were kind of freaked out because it was like almost ready her bladder was almost ready to rupture because it was putting so much pressure on it. Um, and so they had to do all, like all this corrective surgery and whatnot. But because of all the damage and scar tissue and everything else that it had done. Um, the doctor said, you know, you can try to have kids again. You could, you'll most definitely be able to get pregnant again, but your chances of carrying a term are, you know, drastically limited. And so that was a huge bummer for them because they're, they're both, my brother-in-law and her both were like, you know, we want to have a lot of kids, big family. We come from a family. We're kind of the unique family compared to the extended family. My parents only had her and I, um, I mean, they had some miscarriages and whatnot, but you know, they stopped it too. Uh, whereas a lot of our extended family, they've got like four or five, six, seven kids all mixed together there. So oh, wow. my sister really definitely wanted to have a much larger family. So now they're talking about the possibility of doing adoption and or foster care yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but that opens up a whole other weird little avenue, especially if you're just doing the foster care kind of side of stuff because of uh, yeah. the way the laws work out here in Oregon. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, wanting to have a child and not being able to conceive for whatever reason and then seeing all these, you know, fuckheads that are not even trying and here they are <laughs> just oh, popping yes, them totally. out left and right. Oh, yes. Yep. What's in the water cooler? <laughs> uh, well, that's a, you know, I don't know if you have that as a saying or a joke around. 
No, no, that was... that one I haven't I haven't heard that particular one. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, it's whenever there's a whole swarm of pregnancy suddenly at work, everyone's like, "Well, what's in the water?" Oh, oh what's in the water? Okay, gotcha. You know, I, that, that, I thought you said cooler. no. I thought you said warts in the water cooler. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a whole other problem. <laughs> <laughs> No, what is in the water? Yeah, yeah. No, we've always um. God, there was a uh, a joke going around here where they you know, I just don't understand. It must be something in the air, you know. And this lady's like, "Yeah, right. your legs," you know. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, have to tell that one next time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and also, it, it's very seasonal here too. I noticed like you get a blizzard here in Oregon, and then nine months later, all of a sudden, there's a lot of announcements and new kids. Because <laughs> we just we don't have a lot of snow in this area, so people are like, I don't know what to do with this. So how about we just do you, you know? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh man! Oi. So uh, let's see here. I'm trying to figure out. So you um, now? How long have you has it been since you've been a nanny? Um, almost eight years. Oh wow! So, so you've been out of it for a while, huh? Yeah. Quite a while. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've done a lot of babysitting since then. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, not exactly the same because it's not living or permanent, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it it takes, it takes a lot to be a nanny too. I remember we, we didn't have a live-in nanny. We just, we had somebody who came to the house during the day and provided childcare for a period of time, but you, you have to have a lot of trust and, and to, 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 release your kids to somebody else to have them take care of them and to know that you're going to come back to them still being alive when you get back. And absolutely. We had a, we had a couple not so stellar experiences and had a part ways with them pretty quick. So it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I've, I have found that when people find a good nanny or a good babysitter or whatever, you know, answering your question from, or your, your statement from before about you kind of became the nanny for the family. It's like, once you find a good one, you, you hang on to it. Cause it's harder than hell to find childcare in the first place. And then finding decent childcare, that's a whole nother problem in itself. Yeah. I guess that's why um, quite a few people go with uh, like the program that I went through um, au pair mm-hmm. in America. Um, Cause I mean, they've got uh, girls coming from all over the world to be nannies and au pairs, but um, they have quite a vigorous screening process that they go through before they actually accept anyone. Yeah. No, that, so that, that's, guess- that's a good thing. I mean, cause it, we, we, um, when we were looking for ours and, and putting our feelers out there, we, we checked with a couple of agencies. We checked with a couple of other things. We, uh, my ex at the time, she posted an ad on Craigslist. And let me tell you what, some of the people you get off, like the, the help wanted ads and all that, the, you know, it's like one step above tweaker. Like, yeah, I'll take care of your kids for you. It's like, no, <laughs> my my luck. You're going to turn around and try to sell them for meth. So you can just uh, you can stay away. <laughs> Not that I haven't had that thought once in a while. No. <laughs> I've had my Not moments them for meth, but, no, no, stuff, right? but just for selling them in general. Like, hey, you want my kid? Yeah. Take him for a little while. I'll, I'll I'll pay you to take him for a little bit. Just get him out of my hair for a little while. <laughs> uh, so, and it's been it's been one of those crazy weeks like that. We've had. A bunch of sales meetings and trains at work and then uh kids getting sick and uh with jody's new real estate job her hours are whenever they want her to be doing something so it's it's crazy as all get out uh today was supposed to be trent's birthday party but then he got sick so we've had to postpone by a week now and he's pissed about that but at the same time he's too miserable really to do anything about it so um <laughs> yeah 
kid. Yeah, no, I feel I, I, it's the most helpless feeling in the world when your, your kids are sick and they're looking to you to like, you know, help me, make me feel better and whatnot. And you're just like, I'm sorry, kid, it's kind of got to take its course. We can do, you know, a little bit here and there to help you be more comfortable. But as mm-hmm. far as things go, you just kind of have to let your body do its own thing. And um, we try not to over medicate our kids. Uh, we find yep. that in our opinion, it's, that's a bit of a problem. <clears throat> you get the people who will have, you know, their kids will have a viral infection and they'll go for an antibiotic to get, you know, to, and it's like, you guys, you're not doing anything for the virus. It's not going to actually kill it, but now you're making people, them resistant to this antibiotic and then you're causing more problems and it just kind of snowballs oh, from yeah. there. So, I mean, there's times where if it's, you know, we even have like a cutoff for the fever. If the fever is below this, we're just going to let it run its course just because that's your body's own natural reaction and what it's doing to kill off that bacteria or that virus, whatever it is. Um, so unless it gets to the point just where it's just sheer discomfort, we're going to, we kind of let them sweat it out quite literally. Uh, so excuse me. I kind of lost my train of thought there as to where I was going with that. But Hey, (laughs) like I said, it's been a scattered fucking week. So, yeah. So understandable. So how did you guys, I mean, I know you, you, you're part of the whole podcasting community that I'm I'm aware of and I'm a part of too but how did you end up like hearing about our podcast or what what, what caught your eye uh, about your podcast specifically yeah yeah well um I I'm trying to think now I think it was uh, Facebook okay I'm just trying to think did I hear you on Coffin Joe before I started listening I honestly can't remember. Yeah, possibly. You know, I honestly don't know. That was um that was a random experience. The way it happened, not in. I I love the guys to death. They're great. You know, two great dudes. But it just randomly one day, Joel pops up my uh, messenger. You want to be on our podcast? I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, I think I was listening to you um, before that you were on the Coffin Joe cast. I, I think it must have just been Facebook. You know. Okay. Um, the, you know, the wider community, everyone's friends with everyone on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I saw it pop up, and I'm always interested to start listening to something different. Um, there are far too many podcasts out there that sort of run the same themes and course, so this sounded, you know, well, it was obviously very different from anything else. I can't think of anybody, mm-hmm. any podcasts that talk about parenting stuff and kids and just crap in general. So, yeah, and I started listening from there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just Facebook, just random Facebook. Hey, we've got a podcast now. Why don't you listen? Okay. Okay. Sweet, I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, I'm, not, I'm not trying to our own horn here or anything. I'm just always curious whenever I get, talk to a listener, just because or, you know, it's that whole thing. How did you find us? I want to know what I'm doing, if what I'm doing is working right, if it's not working right, so on and so forth. Um, and I want to say thank you for hanging in there. The first, you know, we're what, on episode 52 now, and I think we're just now finally kind of getting a real good routine set up those first uh i go back and listen to some of the early stuff i'm like oh jesus christ <laughs> so was it a year anniversary then or have you had uh, we've actually been over a year but if you wanted to look at the, just if you did the sheer number of actual episodes then yeah we've had yeah. 52 actual recordings so that would be it but um this was a, it was started off on january 10th of 2014 so by the date we're over a year yeah just over a year mm-hmm, not you know we're, happy one year anniversary Yep, we're still on diapers shitting our pants from time to time. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's all right. I'm sure someone will come along and clean it up one day. <laughs> I hope so. It's getting kind of crusty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, no, it was, um, it's been an interesting ride, too, just because, you know, like you said, talking about your kids, we had a lot of discussions about, 
you know, is like it's we're, we're putting a lot of kind of like it's personal in a way, but it's not. You know, you know, if you're a fellow parent or somebody who has kids, you kind of get it. But um, still, we talk a lot about you know how things go. It's, it's it, we're opening that door into our internal lives a little bit. So we had a lot of discussions about that, and then whether or not we were going to use names, um, how are we going to you know all, all that kind of stuff. So it's been, yeah. and then of course. I myself, I'm not, I'm not, I might not sound like it when I'm recording and, you know, or whatnot, but I have never been a very outgoing person. I've always been kind of shy and introverted. So sitting here and blabbering on for an hour at a time or whatever it is, it's been a unique experience, but it's, I've got plenty of fodder for it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty similar. I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, you could probably tell by the fact that I don't do anything um, apart from going on holiday, but a very yeah, introverted and quiet and socially awkward person. But I don't know what it is about podcasts that just changes that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the fact that you don't actually talk to anyone in person, <laughs> which kind of helps. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that, I'm the same like a, well, what been on Coffin Joe quite a few times, always calling up to different podcasts, you know, sort of leaving that quiet part of myself behind bit by bit. Yeah, well, and I, yes, thank you. You actually called in and left a lovely uh, New Year's voicemail for our show, so I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I called. I woke up Christmas morning and I was like, "Crap, I should have called and wished everyone a, a Merry Christmas." Mm-hmm. And so I did it, and then I was like, "Well, they're going to get this on Christmas Eve because, of course, I live in the future, mm-hmm. and nobody's even going to be podcasting for a week." So that was a complete waste of time. But oh well. <laughs> no, no, it, it, <laughs> next year I'll do it earlier. No, it's you know it, it doesn't matter to me. It it is really nice to have that listener feedback or interaction in some way, shape, or form. It just lets you know that somebody out there is listening. Um, they, you know, give a shit about what you do or don't have to say. Um, so no, I want, you know, thank you for that. And it's, it's been, it's been awesome to see people pinging us on Facebook and kind of watching their community start to grow a little bit. And we actually had a little uh, parenting New Year's Eve get together where we had a bunch of our, our friends that have kids all over and we, we all knew kind of how the routine works that, you know, we all we can we can all drink and get drunk, but not all of us can get too shit faced because somebody's got to be able, you know keep the kids alive. And we kind of tag nice. team, and it, it's nice to have that kind of a you start building up that little support group network because there's not a lot of things you your single friends don't understand it when you have kids if they don't have any background with children, mm-hmm. and so they're always like, you know, let's go drinking, come on, we're gonna leave in about an hour. It's like I've got three kids, can't just drop them at the you know with an hour's notice. Hey, sorry. Um, so yeah, it's been yeah, nice. Well, I mean, to... Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so we don't have kids, but we, I mean we're the same. Uh, the single people that we know just want to go out and get drunk all the time, and that's just we're too old for that. We can't be bothered <laughs> with that kind of life. But then all the parents that we know are all home at home with their kids. So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it makes it interesting. So whenever you you find those people that that match up with what you're doing, it's it's nice to have that because um, oh, especially if the kids get along, that's always helpful. And oh, yeah. we had a good group that night. All the kids were getting along great. The the older ones were helping keep themselves entertained and out of the, the younger one's hair. And the younger ones had enough to keep themselves entertained so they weren't constantly trying to pester the older ones. And so it worked out quite well. We played Cards Against Humanity and had a good night. So, oh, Awesome. I still haven't played that game. Yeah. is uh, I'm sure it's, it's got to be expensive to get it over there just with shipping and whatnot. I mean, it can't be cheap to get stuff across yeah <laughs> i found that the starter pack goes for about 80 dollars here good lord yeah exactly um because when they import stuff here they like to mark it up ridiculously Wouldn't and then it, I think, be, it would almost be cheaper to have somebody else buy it for you and then ship it to you and just pay them back wouldn't it i actually have that going for funko pop toys gotcha 
<laughs> you got you I got have, yourself a Funko have, dealer, huh? I have a very amazing friend in Salt Lake, um, who's yeah mediocre geek show listener, mm-hmm. um, who's my treasure hunter and personal shopper. I call her. <laughs> yeah, I give her the lists, and she goes out on the weekends when she's got time and sees what she can do, do and then ships it back to me. And yeah, I should extend it to other things eventually, but. <laughs> No, it is quite a good situation. Yeah, but that's they're... also why I come over to America every couple of years, um, is to you know buy stuff that's just too ridiculous here. Yeah. So do you guys? Uh, I mean, you're you're uh, no plans to like settle here in the states. You're gonna stay in New Zealand, or that stuff's too difficult. You Americans really don't like um, foreigners coming in. I would no. I don't group us all together like that. Some of us are assholes, but not all of us are that way. <laughs> Uh, well, your government is. So oh, well, then that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah, like they, our government half the time. They make it extremely difficult to get a green card to come over. Um, you have to really have a job that no one in America can do. Mm-hmm. So that kind of limits it a little bit, because I'm pretty sure you guys are capable of doing most things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Maybe not, you know, um, oh, I was going to say something really New Zealand now, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I can't think of any profession we might have. I was, if it was Australian, it'd be easy to say, you know, like crocodile wrestlers and <laughs> snake wrestlers, but we don't have any of that here. We're just like walking around in bare feet and doing nothing. Well, yeah, we've got plenty of those kind of people over here too. We call them hippies. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, I don't think you want any more people like me then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that doesn't explain how uh, how Kevin made it down here. I'm from Canada. I mean, he's got a green card supposedly and... <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Um, I, I guess it's a bit harder to keep them out since they're so close already. I was going to say, yeah. Anyway. That or he's just got connections, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe he had to do some unmentionable things <laughs> to some people. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> he he's, has no problems mentioning them all the time. He's <laughs> he's an open book like that. <laughs> yeah, he is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, um, you know, I'm kind of running out of steam here just because I'm exhausted with dealing with a sick kid and whatnot. I don't mean to cut it short, but um, it's been it's been great to talk to you, and I'm I'm glad to. I do really want to say thank you for you know listening to us and giving us a chance. And um, do please, if you happen to make it to Oregon, let us know. We'd love to see you guys. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, especially if when you guys do decide to have kids, let us know about that too, because it's always nice to know people whether they're here or abroad. They have kids yep. as well too. It's it's fun to see that other people have families and start their own and, and watch their kids grow up. Yeah, if my, if um when I have children and if they get problematic, I'll just send them over to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's always gonna be the threat. Watch it. I'm gonna go see, make you go see Uncle Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, regardless of um, where we, I mean, because you know, money and time, but mm-hmm. where we end up coming over and however long for, we're gonna let everybody know so that if we aren't able to make it to some areas hopefully you know those people can make it a little bit to where i'm gonna be yeah yeah exactly i mean there's there's artists to yeah for everybody and our plan at the moment is to see to come to oregon and to see you guys and everything but no, you, yeah. never know how you, you, never, you never know what happens and i and i you know i totally understand that and hell it, i travel enough to know what it's like to travel so i, I get it when you have to cut trips short or you have to mm. you know we were going to do this but now things have changed and we can only do this etc cetera, etc cetera. so um yeah. but yeah either way still let us know because ultimately especially with me being that i travel I'm on the road quite a bit it's always possible that even if you can't make it here you know we might i might end up being wherever you guys are at so 
a convenient work trip. Mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those, those are fun. <laughs> so you want me to go to where next week? Oh, how about this place instead? <laughs> exactly. No, I swear I've got a customer. I know it's not inside our usual territory, but I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to grow the operation. I'm trying to expand a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's thinking outside the box there. <laughs> trying to get our New Zealand contact set up so we can get a base over there and then start branching out that way as well. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so is it is it you said dinner earlier so it's like your evening right now or is it daytime yeah, it's uh, about 20 past seven at night oh gotcha okay so yeah this yeah. whole time traveling is hard math is difficult it's, it's so weird even when i go in the coffin joke house it's complicated because killer will tell me a time that's not my time either and then joel's time is completely different again so mm-hmm. now how far is australia ahead or behind you guys they're ahead of you, behind you. As far as Australia? No, I mean as far uh, as time, the time zone. They're behind us. We're one of the. Uh, actually, I think we might be the first person in the country to see the new year uh, in the world. Sorry, gotcha. so we're always the furthest in the future from anyone. I think Sydney, depending on when it's you know daylight savings or not, is maybe two or three hours behind us. Okay, gotcha. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I said I was trying to line up when he normally records with when what time it is here with what time you just said it was, and my brain just kind of turned off. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. It's really weird if you fly to Sydney though, because it like takes three hours to fly to Sydney from here, but then because they're three hours behind most of the time, you end up arriving the exact same time you leave. No, that's fun. (laughs) Yeah, well, it gets weirder. Like when um, we go to the states, we will you know leave lunchtime on a Wednesday and we'll arrive on a Wednesday, usually a couple of hours later, even though we've been in the air for like 14 hours. <laughs> but then unfortunately when we come home, we lose a whole day. So that sucks. Yeah. That, that whole, that whole reverse time travel thing is really no fun. No, e- even just going to the East coast from the West coast and back again is, is rough here in the States. It's, and that's only a three hour difference. I couldn't even imagine, you know, losing an entire fucking day. That would just, that would really screw with the head. Oh yeah, and I'm not, the one thing I'm not looking forward to coming over um, later in the year is the amount of places we're going to be traveling to and the amount of time zones we're going to be going through. <laughs> I'm just going to be constantly confused as to what time it is. Good thing you got those phones that automatically sync that stuff up for you, huh? Oh, I have to buy a phone. It'd be too far too expensive to take uh, my. Phone. Oh, that's true. Roaming charges so and all that other over. shit. Yeah, the roaming costs would just be insane. Yeah, so it'll be when we arrive, it'll be by the cheapest, you know, burner phone that we can find that allows us to do simple stuff and connect to Wi-Fi, so mm-hmm. we can still keep in contact with people without, you know, costing us millions of dollars. Yeah. Oh, the joys of traveling. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I do want to, like I said, I do want to thank you for being willing to hop on here and, and you know, chat with me. It's it. It, it was much appreciated. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had anything for the feed and anything for the show this week. So, no problem at all. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, and, and you know, my 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 wife has actually been wanting to talk about getting you on the show too. So she was kind of bummed that she missed it tonight. So we'll have to have you back on again soon. Um, let you guys talk. That's yeah, right. Yeah. If it's a, yeah, it's a, if it's around the same time or even a couple of hours earlier. I mean, as I said, I I don't do much. So <laughs> yeah, well, we'll definitely if I'm, if I'm online and you guys are saying, you know, we're going to, we're recording soon. If I'm free and, you know, not at my parents' dinner or anything, then I'll definitely jump on so I can have a chat to Jody as well. Awesome. Well, yeah, we'll definitely look forward to doing that in the future because, uh, like I said, she does she does enjoy, she's been bummed, she's missed out on Coffin Joe too and all that stuff. So she wants to start kind of 
but you know, getting these little guest appearances and whatnot as well. So, Aww. yeah. All right. Well, um, if you don't have anything else to add, then I'm going to go ahead and, and go ahead and cut it here because I'm getting kind of tired and it's been a long day and we didn't get much sleep last night because of the sick one. And I'm going to go see how he's doing and see if no he's feeling all. better. So I, I, once again, Nikki, thank you for listening to us. And um, do you want to give you. our listeners uh, any of your information as far as how to find you on uh, Twitter or any of those places? Or are you cool? Um, if you can work out what I'm saying, because <laughs> it's a <laughs> A bit of a tricky one. Um, you can pretty much find me anywhere using the name Puma Zeli, which is P-U-M-A-Z-E-A-L-Y. And that's my name on Twitter and Instagram and everything like that. And I'll, I'll toss that up in the show notes as well, too, so people know about it. So, Yeah, it's not a, a very common name, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, you it guys, has a good meaning behind it. No, yeah, but you you you, you mix it up when you talk. You guys say Z for Z, and so the first time I heard you saying that too, I'm like, I'm typing in Z and it's not coming up, and then I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say Z, but because of my accent, sometimes Z might sound like something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I get it. Yeah. So, so yes, right. but, you know that's how you find me. Zealy, short for Zealand, is in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and Puma, short for Puma, or. Uh, Puma, because I'm five years older than John, and he said I'm too young to be a cougar, so I'm a Puma. Got it. That, that's cute. <laughs> that's what he called me. Makes, well, that, that's awesome. That, that makes a lot more sense now. I, I love finding out those little weird things about wh- why somebody's got a nickname or why they have, a, you know, people call them what they yeah. call them, so that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your evening, and uh, go back to your Nintendo or whatever it is you're doing tonight. And, uh oh. It'll be, honestly, it's half past seven and I'm going to bed to watch TV because I got up at 6.30 this morning to go to kickboxing, so I'm pretty tired myself. <laughs> oh, I'm up at five almost every morning, so, you know. Oh, my cats wake me up at five every morning, whether I like it or not, so. Yeah. Well, I was I... up at five, too, but I managed to go back to sleep for an hour, so. Oh, so you're getting yourself trained early for parenthood then with those cats, so. Oh, well, my cats are like children. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have a wonderful evening, Nikki, and we'll be talking to you later. Yep. You too. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly.